Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I wanna to talk to you about some of the key differences between building for businesses and building for consumers. Now, what I talk a lot about and the products that I build are all B2B or business to business. However, in the case that is the current podcast automation application that I've been building, that has been built and marketed towards businesses, but some consumers are buying it. And there's not potentially a perfectly clear delineation between the two in my space, which is something I wanted to do deliberately so that I had more of an opportunity to share with you examples about some of the differences between these users. Now, a lot of, a lot of businesses, SaaS products, essentially pick one category or the other, and there isn't a ton of overlap. But many of them, there can be buyers from both categories and mine's no exception. So I have both what I would consider to be consumers as in largely just podcast hosts that might have their own business, maybe a consulting or coaching business or something like that. And then I've got podcast agencies, businesses that specifically produce podcasts for other businesses or some of these consumers, right? So now in that scenario, I want to build and market my product towards the business, but because of what my product does and the fact that some of these consumers are looking for those features and the functionality as well, they're finding and purchasing my product. Now, what I've talked about in recent days, which is I got some immediate kind of negative feedback, if you will, about one of the capabilities of my features. And I've been talking about how to respond to that and how to leverage that in order to make that feature better. That's all, in my opinion, a sign of progress, right? I want feedback regardless, whether it's profusely complimentary or hopefully constructively critical. <laughs> but either way, I'll take it. And I got a lot of good feedback from that user. But what I want to talk about here is the delineation between business and consumer and why I'm such an advocate for building for businesses and not necessarily building for consumers, at least not right out of the gate. One of the biggest things is that, in my experience, businesses and consumers are expecting different things from your product. To me, businesses are looking for progress. Consumers are almost always looking for perfection. <laughs> so now, as you might imagine, in this context, perfection, very, very hard to achieve in any sense of the world. Whatever it is you're trying to do with your business, your product, your software, etc., Achieving perfection is nearly impossible, if not impossible, and especially for everyone. Now, the other problem is that businesses have a lot more in common, as in there's less variation when you consider consumers. With consumers, there's tremendous variation. I liken it to, have you ever heard the phrase herding cats? It's like trying to herd cats when it comes to consumers, is it's impossible to make the masses particularly satisfied with your product and very, very difficult at the least. And the most successful consumer-based software and applications have had tremendous fundraising budgets to how to reach mass market appeal, but the failure rate is significantly higher. Now, the difference between progress and perfection should be relatively obvious, but I'll give you an example, right? So this feedback that I got recently that was largely negative was from a consumer as they're just like, I tried this feature, it wasn't perfect, uh, I want my money back right away. <laughs> okay, I get it, right? Like they tried it, they didn't love it, but they like, you know, basically tried it once and then they were ready to ditch it. Um, 
I get that and I handled it accordingly. But businesses, on the other hand, are less reactionary as they're not immediately ready to just dump something after trying it once. <laughs> businesses have longer term goals that they need to build momentum towards. And as such, they're focused on progress, not necessarily perfection, because perfection can be the enemy of good. So with the businesses, it's all right, what's our top problem? What's our bottleneck? How are we solving it today? And what do we need to do to alleviate it? Let's go find a better solution to that. And when they find something that moves the needle, they usually stick with it because they know what the implications are of going back to what they were doing before and giving up that progress, right? Now, while it might not be perfect, most businesses don't expect that either because almost nothing a business invests in is perfect. But the idea is to make progress over time. So if your software can help them solve their current biggest problem in a better way, they're going to value that and they're going to place a monetary amount on that value. That's one of the reasons why I think it's really advantageous to build around a business as opposed to build around a consumer. Now, consumers may purchase your product in addition to your businesses and that's okay, but you just need to understand who you're building for. Because if you take 100% to heart all the consumer feedback along with the business feedback, it'll mess your product up as in it'll make it confusing in terms of who it's for and you'll end up with features and functionality that, again that are pulled in different directions as you're attempting to herd cats so i would recommend against that um, you can take the additional revenue if they're getting value out of it that's great but if they have a real problem with one or more pieces of functionality of your product that might not be the end of the world in fact that might be perfectly fine because you're getting the consumer perspective as opposed to the business perspective. So especially if you have a low touch product that pretty much anyone can just visit your website, go to and start using. But what really matters is what those businesses need. And then in the interviews I've done with the businesses, they've been very consistent about, I need this, this, and this, and that's it. And your product is doing a great job at that. If you are there, then you're in a good spot. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.